to Natural MD Radio, your place to hear the whole truth on health and medicine for women and children and get the tools you need to take back your health naturally starting now. I'm Dr. Aviva Ram. Every now and then, my patients actually think I'm psychic or magical. And one of the fun tricks I have, not really a trick, but because it's based on my knowledge, but it's sort of a trick I can play with my patients is when they're telling me about their symptoms, I will hear certain kinds of symptoms like constipation and leg cramps. And I'll say, do you by chance get eye twitches or do you ever feel like your heart is racing? And they'll say, how do you know? And I'll say, well, because the symptoms that you're describing are so classic for women when they're low in magnesium. And today, that's what I want to talk with you about, magnesium. Before I start, though, I just want to say thank you for joining me in my podcast. It's so fun to be delivering this information to you in this way that I get to talk with you. And I hope that while you're listening, you're stealing a moment of simple pleasure away from work. Maybe you're on a really nice walk with your earbuds plugged in, maybe having a nice cup of tea and listening, or maybe I'm just keeping you comfort on a commute or your treadmill or something like that. Anyway, thank you so much for being here with me. And if you're loving these podcasts and listening to them as much as I'm loving doing them, which is a lot, I hope you will take a minute and drop a comment on iTunes about how much you're loving it. Because when you drop a comment on iTunes, iTunes loves that and they bump it up in their queue, which means not only you, but a lot of other women get this really important health information. So thank you for joining me and enjoy this podcast and please drop a comment over. So today I want to share some super fast but incredibly helpful information with you about one of my favorite safest and easiest to use natural remedies, which is magnesium. Magnesium is totally one of my main squeeze therapies for a lot of common women's symptoms. And so I want to share with you just some of the ways that I use magnesium in my practice. But first, let me tell you a little bit about what magnesium does. So magnesium is one of the most abundant minerals in our body. It is a mineral and it's a cofactor, meaning you have to have magnesium along with other things to make enzyme reactions happen in your body that control some of our most important functions. And magnesium is a cofactor in more than 300 enzyme systems that regulate a ton of biochemical reactions in your body, including, but not limited to, energy production, protein synthesis, that means making proteins in your body, and proteins do a huge number of things. You have to have proteins for all the structures of your body muscle and nerve function, blood sugar control, and even regulation of your blood pressure. Magnesium contributes to the structure of your bone and its development, and it plays a major role in the transport of other important minerals like calcium and, and potassium into your cells. And that is critical for conducting information across your nerves, keeping you from having 
like twitchy muscle contractions. So like I mentioned in the beginning, those eye twitches, but also if you're getting a lot of restless leg or cramping in your calves, low magnesium ladies, it also helps to control normal heart rhythm, which is why I asked my patients sometimes, are you feeling some heart palpitations, a little racing in your heart or ever just kind of feel your heartbeat too strong? Of course, if you're feeling that regularly, you should get that checked out. But if you're having it with little eye twitches some little leg cramps, maybe some constipation, could be that you're low in magnesium. It's also required for producing or synthesizing your DNA and your RNA. Your DNA is your genetic code. Your RNA is what is part of the process of making your DNA. And it's also crucial for producing this antioxidant that our body needs called glutathione. And glutathione is one of the main detoxifiers of estrogen that we're picking up from the environment or if we're producing too much estrogen in our body, but also a ton of other environmental chemicals. So glutathione is necessary in detoxification that happens in your liver and you have to have enough magnesium to make glutathione. A really key sign for a lot of women that you're low in magnesium is guess what? chocolate cravings. So chocolate cravings can happen because your blood sugar is low, because you're tired, because you just really like chocolate. But also one of the things that's kind of interesting is that before we get our periods, before our menstrual cycle starts, magnesium drops. And guess when we really want chocolate? Mm-hmm. Right around that time of the month. So if you're craving chocolate around that time of the month, or if you're craving chocolate in general, that could be another sign that your magnesium is low. Now, I am a gal who always goes for food first, food over supplements. And magnesium is found in a wide variety of super healthy foods that we should be eating. Green leafy vegetables like kale, collards, also broccoli, um, Brussels sprouts, super high in magnesium. Also spinach is high in magnesium. A lot of the legumes like lentils and our beans are high in magnesium. Nuts and seeds and whole grains are also good sources. So just to give you an example, about one ounce of almonds, which is about a handful or 28 almonds, you have to have a pretty big handful, I guess, but like a real handful, not just a palmful, has about 80 milligrams of magnesium in it, which is about 20% of how much you would need to get of the elemental magnesium in a day, just to kind of like keep your bare minimum. So that's about one fifth, just eating a good handful of almonds every day. And that's really healthy for a lot of things. Actually, in societies, cultures where nuts are an important part of the diet, they have the lowest rates of heart disease and high cholesterol. If you haven't read it, I love the book, The Blue Zones by Dan Buettner. And he talks about some of the studies around eating nuts in the diet. So eating almonds, walnuts, great sources of magnesium, super heart healthy. Keep your weight down because you're getting good healthy fat and they're filling you up. So some other sources, just to give you an example of magnesium, is about a half a cup of steamed spinach. So not raw. You'd need a lot more raw because if you think about spinach, it cooks down really far. So it'd probably be a couple of cups of raw spinach if you were going to eat a salad. But a half a cup of um, steamed down uh, spinach has almost as much magnesium as that handful of almonds. So also about 20% of your daily magnesium. And then um, about a half a cup of cooked black beans has a little bit less, about 15%. So, you know, if you're getting some almonds, some spinach, and some black beans in the day, you're getting just about 
under half of what you need. And so that can kind of give you a ballpark of how much you need to get from your food. In general, also, foods that have a lot of fiber in them are also high in magnesium, but that's not a hard and fast rule because I don't think something like celery has that much. But again, almonds, nuts, um, leafy greens, and beans, great sources. It's also really important to keep in mind that even though I mentioned that whole grains are a good source of magnesium, it's part of why they're really calming for the nervous system. Processing of grains, so refining them, removes a lot of the germ and the bran, and that can really significantly lower the amount of magnesium that you're getting from your whole grain from your grains. So it's yet one more of about a hundred reasons to avoid processed packaged foods. Now the problem is that a lot of us get really busy and don't necessarily get all the magnesium we need from our diet. And a lot of the uh, values that you read for how much you need in a day are based on the minimum amount needed for health. So when I say 20% of your daily magnesium can be coming from almonds or 20% coming from a half a cup of cooked spinach, that is based on 100% of the sort of recommended daily values, but those recommended daily values that the government establishes are sort of survival values. They're not for optimal health. They're like the level at which if you go below, you can start to get sicknesses or diseases or signs of deficiency. But you can actually have some of these other signs of insufficiency, like eye twitching or leg cramps or chocolate cravings, even if you're getting kind of that amount from food, because you want to think about the amount actually as being doubled. So when I said 20%, that's 20% of what the government says. I would consider that honestly about half of what you really need for optimal health. So you want to think about that. You need to get a good bit from your food and you can do it. But if you're living the busy life that so many women are living, you're probably not getting enough. And certainly if you're having any of those symptoms, you're, you're not getting enough. And that's when I start supplementing. The reason I'm using magnesium in my practice a lot is because the women who are coming to me are coming to me because they already have health symptoms or they wouldn't be going to the doctor for the most part. So I want to share some of the top ways that I use magnesium supplements in my practice. So I'm going to give you um, the conditions that I most commonly use it for, and then I'm going to give you the dosing that I use it for, but I'm also going to tell you a couple of different types of magnesium that I use. So that's really important. And don't worry about remembering this information because you can also find it in a written blog over at my website, www.avivaram.com. And you just want to look for magnesium for women and you'll find a great blog that gives you all this information written down for you in a way that's super easy. You can print it, take it to the store, make your own notes and uh, you know, kind of select the types that are best for you. So for starters, I mentioned chocolate cravings. Now, I think chocolate, dark chocolate, 72% more is a food group. And so I'm not saying don't eat dark chocolate, but what I'm saying is if you're craving chocolate, that's a symptom of low magnesium. And even though chocolate can give you some magnesium, it's not going to give you enough to really boost your health up to the optimal level. So go ahead and think about supplementing magnesium, and then enjoy your chocolate because you enjoy your chocolate. So for women who are having food cravings, particularly chocolate cravings, 
I usually recommend starting out with about 600 milligrams and going up to about 800 to 1200 milligrams and, and, you know, kind of look at the other symptoms you might be having that I talk about in this podcast and then kind of base your dose based on that information, but of, um, magnesium glycinate. Now, the two types of magnesium that I'm going to mostly talk about in this blog are magnesium citrate and magnesium glycinate. Magnesium citrate is the kind that acts as an osmotic laxative. That means when you take it, it pulls water into your intestines and makes you have to have a bowel movement. So pretty much the only reason that I'm going to be using magnesium citrate is for somebody who has constipation. For everyone else, I'm going to be using magnesium glycinate, but sometimes women have constipation and other symptoms as well. And then I use a combination of the two. I'm going to get back to that when I talk about magnesium citrate for constipation. So for chocolate cravings, anywhere from about 600 to 1,000 milligrams a day, I usually recommend dividing up the dose. So maybe half the dose in the morning, half the dose later in the afternoon. And then if you're having sleeping problems, you can actually take part of your dose before bed. And we're going to swing back around to that in a minute. What you'll notice is that you need to take magnesium for anywhere from a few days to a few weeks to get really the maximum benefit, to really start to notice the symptoms go away. If you got to the point where you were having symptoms of magnesium, low magnesium, I'm not going to say outright deficiency, but insufficiency, then I would usually recommend staying on a magnesium supplement for about three to six months to really boost your levels up to where you're optimized. And then you can start cutting the dose in half until you're not taking it anymore over the course of maybe a few weeks or a month, and then see if the symptoms stay away. But if you've gotten to the point where you've gotten magnesium deficient or insufficient, Unless you've really bumped your diet up, you may be someone who needs to stay on a little bit of magnesium every day. A good daily dose of magnesium glycinate is about 600 milligrams. That's a really safe dose for pretty much everybody. Even if you're on uh, blood pressure medications, 600 milligrams of magnesium glycinate usually doesn't interfere with any other medications or supplements you're taking. It's a great dose. No concerns about that in my practice. Now, For menstrual cramps, remember I mentioned earlier that magnesium is really important for controlling smooth muscles and muscle contractions. And when you're low in magnesium, your muscles get more spastic, they get twitchy, they get more contractile. And menstrual cramps are contractions of the uterus. The uterus is over-contracting. Now, menstrual cramps can happen for a number of reasons, including too much inflammation in your body, but one common reason is low magnesium. And as I mentioned, magnesium naturally drops right before your period. So if you're already low in it and it drops, it can really bottom you out to where you really suffer from menstrual cramps. So for women who do suffer from cramps with your period, I usually recommend about 800 to 1200 milligrams of magnesium glycinate for about three days before your period starts and for the first two days of your period, keep it going. But remember, if you're having cramps around your period, you're probably more generally low in magnesium. So then go to taking about 600 milligrams a day for the rest of your cycle. And then again, three days before each period, bump it on up 
and keep going. And then you can drop it down after the first two days of your period to about 600 a day. If you're having restless leg syndrome, you know, you just can't stop moving your legs before bed, that can be due to either low magnesium or low iron. So I'll recommend in that case for my, for my patients to go ahead and get a hemoglobin and hematocrit test and also ferritin. Those are tests that look at the iron in your body, your, how well your body is either absorbing iron or whether you're getting iron from your diet, really, really important. But you can also start taking magnesium. Now for restless leg syndrome or just twitchy legs, I recommend in my practice taking 600 to 1200 milligrams of magnesium glycinate right before bed. If you're getting up to 1200 milligrams, you might want to take part of it in the morning or in the evening and then part of it before bed. And that can really help. And you can notice improvement really in just a few days. And again, in that case, stay on it three to six months, start to wean off of it over a month, and then sort of figure out your dose based on your symptom control, because your symptoms are going to tell you when you're dropping low again. But stay at about 600 milligrams all the time, because if you drop that low enough to have restless legs, you were probably pretty low to start. Now for eye twitches and other muscle twitches, I also recommend about 600 to 1200 a day of the magnesium glycinate. Same thing. You want to take it until the twitches are gone. And you know, if you're like a night shift nurse or a medical resident or a new mom caring for a baby or losing sleep in any way, you might be nodding your head going, yeah, I'm getting eye twitches. It's really weird. And even if you only get them like once every few weeks or once every couple of months, that's still your body telling you you're probably low in magnesium on a day-to-day basis. And then it just sort of reaches a critical low and you get symptoms. So you definitely want to be bumping up. And again, it's the magnesium glycinate. 600 to 1200 milligrams a day um, until those twitches are gone and then bump it down to the dose that sort of keeps those twitches gone completely. And then if you ever start to notice the twitches coming back or the restless leg or any of the other symptoms, that's telling you you want to bump it up a little bit again. Now, I also love magnesium glycinate for migraines. It's part of my migraine prevention plan. It is fabulous. I'm not going to get into all the details right here, but if you go over to my website, you'll find a video and a blog by me over at my www.avivaram.com, and you'll find a blog on migraine prevention that uses magnesium. I love it. Fabulous for that. So check that out if you're suffering from migraines. And if you are, I'm sorry, but there are amazing things you can do that I talk about in that blog, and I promise I've seen them work so many times for so many women. Okay, swinging back around to the glorious last but not least problem of constipation. For all the other issues I've mentioned, we're using the magnesium glycinate. But for constipation, you're going to use magnesium citrate. And this is where the dosing gets a little bit trickier. So, okay, pay attention here. For constipation, I usually recommend starting out with 400 milligrams of magnesium citrate before bed. What that usually does is it causes a nice healthy bowel movement early in the morning. Now, I have had maybe two or three patients who have said to me that they've had to wake up at like five in the morning really needing to go to the bathroom. If that happens, you just need to back your dose off to more like 200 or 300 milligrams before bed. Whatever the dose is that you get up to, and you can go up to 1,200 milligrams safely, whatever the dose is, though, that you get up to where your 
poops are like healthy and formed and yet soft and easy to pass, that's the dose that you want to be at. If you start to get loose stools, then you've gone to a dose too high. So if you start out at the 400 milligrams and you find, yeah, nope, that didn't do it for me, then you can go up to 600 milligrams before bed and then see if that does it for you. If that doesn't do it for you, you can go up to 800 milligrams before bed. Usually I recommend sticking at one dose for about two or three nights in a row. And then by the second or third, like the third day or fourth day after you've done it two or three nights in a row, if you're not having a good poop in the morning, that's when you go up on the dose. Now, once you get to taking about 800 milligrams before bed, which is awesome if you're having any kind of sleep problems too, then, which I didn't mention, sorry, I said this was last but not least, but we're going to talk about sleep in a minute, is, so backing up to the, going to the bathroom here, what you want to do is increase the dose. But once you get to about 800 milligrams before bed, which is great for sleep, then break up the dose. And if you need to go above 800 milligrams, take some in the morning, right? So you're going to maybe take like six or 800 at night and then make up the difference to the 1200 in the morning. Now here's the, here's like the catch. Sometimes you may find that you're doing great. You're having an awesome daily bowel movement in the morning by taking 600 milligrams of the magnesium citrate, but you're still getting eye twitches or you're still having restless leg and you don't want to go up on the citrate because that's going to make you start having loose poops. Not so fun. So that's where you want to add in the difference in the amount with the magnesium glycinate. So I'm just going to give you an example. A patient has great poops when she starts taking 600 milligrams of magnesium citrate before bed, but she's still getting restless legs. And so now what she's going to do is add in 200 more milligrams of magnesium, but she's going to add in the glycinate. And if that stops her restless legs, awesome. But if it doesn't, she's going to add in another 200 of the glycinate to max out at 1200. If you get to 1200 magnesium, of any of the kinds or combination, and you're still having symptoms, if you haven't already seen your doctor about your symptoms, that's when you want to see either your primary doctor or an integrative or functional doctor, because I don't want you to go over that without getting some good support for it. For falling asleep, again, the dose is really going to be what helps you get some rest. And you can do anywhere from 600 to 1200 of the glycinate, like I mentioned, or the divided dose if you're needing the citrate for helping with bowel movements. Now, a couple of just basic cautions. Magnesium, one of the wonderful things that it does, remember I said earlier it helps control blood pressure or regulate blood pressure. It does that because it relaxes muscle. And your blood vessels also have muscle. They can constrict and they can relax. When they constrict, your blood pressure goes up. When they relax, your blood pressure goes down. So if you're somebody that struggles with low blood pressure, and that's because usually of other reasons that we're not going to talk about today, but you can read some of my blogs on adrenal health, for example, about that. Um, but if you're struggling with low blood pressure, you want to go up on your magnesium pretty carefully. It's not an issue so much if you're taking it before bed because you're going to be lying down, so you're not going to likely get dizzy. But if you take a lot of magnesium in the morning or if you've taken a lot at night and you stand up first thing in the morning, it could make you a little bit dizzy. So you want to be really careful and go up on your dose slowly. 
Similarly, if you're having, if you're taking any medication for high blood pressure, the good news is that taking magnesium can help with your high blood pressure. So it may actually allow you to go down on your medication dose. The bad news is that blood pressure medications, because they drop your blood pressure and magnesium does the same thing, if you start combining those, it can make you dizzy and drop your blood pressure. It can make you pass out. So you want to be really, really careful. And this may be a good time to talk with whoever is prescribing your blood pressure medication and let them know that you're going to be starting magnesium and what should you look out for And what should you do to adjust your dose of your blood pressure medication? And they can help you with that. The final warning is that if you're on medications to slow your heart rate, if you have an irregular heart rate or if you have a heart arrhythmia, so you're taking any kind of a beta blocker or calcium channel blocker, then you also want to be really careful. The good news is that magnesium can really help with irregular heart rates. So I have had patients be able to go off of their medication for irregular heart rate by getting on a good dose of daily magnesium. The thing is, there are lots of different reasons that you can be having an irregular heart rate that aren't just because of low magnesium. And so you don't want to do this on your own. Remember, I'm a Yale-trained medical doctor, so it's within my wheelhouse to adjust patients' medications. It's what I do for a living. So I know you know, what to look out for, what to tell my patients to look out for. And I don't want to get into that on a podcast because that's where you really want that individualized personal care. So I'm just going to say it one more time. If you're on a blood pressure medication, if you're on a medication for heart rate, or if you have really, really low blood pressure, you know, if you're just always like dizzy all the time, get dizzy really easily when you stand up, your blood pressure is always like 90 over 60 or lower, that's when you want to either talk with your doctor or be really, really careful. If you're on the medications, I do advise talking with your doctor before you do anything to change your medication. So overall, for almost all of us, magnesium is super, super safe. And even if you're on the medications, it can actually help you in many, many cases to lower or even get off of medications. For all the things I mentioned, menstrual cramps, restless leg, eye twitches and little muscle twitches or cramps, constipation, difficulty falling asleep, chocolate cravings and migraines, totally safe, great to try. Magnesium up to 1200 milligrams a day is safe during pregnancy and breastfeeding. So you're golden there too. And it's a great supplement. Remember, you can get it from food. You can always try bumping up your diet first and see if that helps. And then you can add in magnesium to help with your, with your symptoms. I use it all the time in my practice. Love it. Sometimes if I'm going through more of a stressful time in my life, working a little extra hard, I take magnesium before bed. I had a period of time last year where I had a lot going on and I was finding that I was waking up really early in the morning, like five in the morning, kind of stressed out. I added some magnesium before bed, worked like a charm, awesome stuff. So I hope this has been helpful interesting, maybe a little bit entertaining, maybe provided you with some great information that can even change your health and change your life. If you found this interesting, informative, useful, please remember to drop a comment on iTunes. I would be so grateful. And thank you for joining me today. 
hope you enjoyed this episode of Natural MD Radio. If you did, please go to avivaram.com and join the conversation about the show on my blog. And while you're there, be sure to sign up for my newsletter. It's free and it's jam-packed with powerful tips to help you take back your health naturally. That's avivaram.com. Take care and see you next time.